This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast with yours truly exclusively on Russo'sBrand.com with Channel Attitude. Today we are going to have a different episode today. Uh, before we dive right on in, I do want to thank every single person that did actually tune into the Wild On podcast featuring myself with Taylor Wild, um, the current reigning and defending Knockouts Tag Team Champion herself. I was so excited to be invited on her podcast and then uh, such a huge surprise was also being featured on the Impact Plus app for her episode with me in the podcast. So it was such a crazy week this past week and I just want to say thank you so much for everyone that tuned in for that. I got to represent, you know, Russo's brand. My podcast talks with Taylor Hendricks being a two-time Amazon Top 100 best-selling kids book author, um, as well as a former Impact Wrestling knockout and just getting to talk with the amazing Taylor Wilde. I absolutely adore her and her body of work that she has had over, you know, almost two decades in wrestling. And it was just really, really amazing getting to talk about, you know, my comeback from my injury, uh, where I get to wrestle Santana Gear on June 17th with Lucha Patron. And also the fact that like all of my fans that tuned in for this episode of Wild on podcast with Taylor Wilde and myself, I think we're like the second top most viewed um, uh, episode. So I, I was so surprised, guys. I was so, I was just so elated and thankful. And I just felt so blessed with how many of you really wanted to tune in and to see that episode featuring me on her podcast. I think there goes my remote. Uh, we were second behind only, I think, Paige. So that is just such a huge compliment because she herself is awesome. Taylor Wilde is so amazing as well. And then for me to just be in that conversation, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone in the Taylor Army who did turn up for the Impact Plus app special as well as on Taylor Wilde's Wild On Podcast YouTube channel. So thank you so much, everybody. I, I'm just so excited. Um, I also want to tell you guys that I have a brand new uh, segment heading to my YouTube channel. So definitely stop by and check it out. Um, I am so excited for this brand new opportunity and it'll be, you know, ready and available for everybody that's subscribed to me for free on my YouTube channel. Um, so without any further ado, let's dive right on to this episode. I am, this week I am not going to do any of the normal segments. I wanted to show up and represent the red, white, and blue that is running strong through my veins um, and kind of just give you guys a brief glimpse into what Memorial Day means to me. I know that a lot of you are going to be watching this after Memorial Day because my episodes air on Tuesdays with Russo'sBrand.com. But you know what? To me, every day should be Memorial Day. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I I, sh I firm I don't say I shouldn't say I feel. I actually firmly believe that uh, our veterans and our veterans' families deserve way more than just one day. Um, to me, it's a travesty that the way in which they get treated nowadays it just breaks my heart. Um, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, the Wounded Warriors Project, and all of that just means so much to me because my family and different descendants in my family have been fighting for this country since it was founded. You know, I, my blood was in the Revolutionary War and in the Civil War and in World War One, World War Two, in Korea, in Vietnam, in so much. And I think that my headphones just disconnected. I do apologize. I'm not really sure why that happened. Um... So I am just very, very proud of our country's flag and everything that it stands for. And I am proud, 
you know, to be an American. And I am proud of all of my ancestors that, you know, did the right thing, um, you know, it, because it was the right thing to do, not because it was easy um, and so forth. And to me, they are just amazing examples of what it's truly like to be a man in this in this world um you know i am so proud of my my descendants and my family members they're they're one of the reasons why i am alive today you know all the struggles all of the life lessons everything that they overcame everything that they saw good and bad it all has led to today to this memorial day in 2023 and i think that we should you know take a second to really give thanks to that and appreciation for that. Um, I think, you know, people, when they talk about Memorial Day weekend, they always talk about it being a long weekend or they talk about the cookouts and all this other stuff, but they don't talk about what Memorial Day actually is, you know? Um, and I don't think we should ever forget. I think so many of us are so far removed from so much strife and struggle and war that we don't really realize what our freedoms actually are and what they actually mean and who actually gave them to us because we, all we've ever known is those freedoms we we have not known what it's like to live without um and so i just want to give thanks for everybody that does know what that looks like and what that feels like you know um my grandfather was buried um, on Otis Air Force Base when I was in high school, and I was I was about to, or I had just started embarking on my uh, pro wrestling journey. Actually, I was still in high school, and he died within the same seven days as my aunt. So that was uh, one of my aunts, I should say, and that was a really really hard week for me, especially as a you know a teen a young teenager trying to figure out who they are and how they're going to achieve all of these dreams that they wrote down when they were younger and you know just all of these things that come along with the journey of self-discovery when you are that young and trying to go out into the world and be all that you can be and embody all of the values that have been instilled in you while you're still trying to also figure out who you are and what you believe in and what kind of human being you want to be out in society once you become a part of the adult society. Um, and so that was really, really hard. And thinking about that on this Memorial Day reminded me of something that I have actually said on a Motivation Monday on this podcast. I think I said it last year or early this year. And it was something to the effect of we are all always one decision away from a completely different life. Um, and that wisdom really kind of sh just struck me hard today um, because um, a lot of people may or may not know this about me. Um, I actually almost didn't even get into the wrestling business. Um, my career probably would have been over before it even had really truly begun because I started um, the fall of me going into my senior year in high school. So I was really young. I was like a fresh-faced 17-year-old. I had no business being in wrestling. My grandfather had died. My aunt had died. There was a lot going on at home. And it was just a really, really odd time. Um, you know, this was before the, the, the housing crisis, and we were on the cusp of that. And there was just so much going on in the world at that point. And my grandfather passed, and he was such a huge influence in my life. And I thought, well, you know what? Instead of going into wrestling, why don't I go into the military? Um, and I actually, you know, didn't tell my family about it at all, uh, much to their dis dismay. Um, you know, I, t I went to school and I took the ASVAB. I met with an, a recruiter. I got my results for the ASVAB. I, I nailed it. Uh, you know, I was starting to take these steps to start my, my own military career, similar to my grandfather. And, um, 
it was very, very interesting because there was just one day after I talked to an, a recruiter, a local recruiter, and I thought, man, my grandfather suffered with this, 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 and this. Um, is that, is that kind of the life that I feel he would want for me? Um, and I thought about that for a while, you know, because I had already taken these steps to start getting into the military. Um, I had the paperwork to get signed to basically, as soon as I graduate, I would be in the military, which is the exact same paperwork that one of my best friends, Alex had done. And he ended up going to Iraq, Afghanistan, and I know for a fact he was stationed in Baghdad. Um, I don't know where he was stationed in Afghanistan. He went one other place. So I would have been on a very similar trajectory. Um, he did the same paperwork that I did, took the same testing, met with the same recruiters, right? And so there would have been no Taylor Hendricks, you know, in wrestling. There, there would have been none of that. There would have been no first female, you know, gut check contestant, first female live for gut check and, you know, the first female gut check winner. There would have been none of that, right? There would have been none of it because I would have been in the military. Um, and I really did think long and hard. And that's when I decided that that's not something my grandfather would have wanted for me. Seeing all of the struggles that he had later on in life that, you know, luckily we were very blessed with the veterans, um, the VA, uh, they were really great with my grandfather. So that was a blessing. I know not everyone has that, but I don't, I didn't think that he would want that for me. So what I actually did to honor him instead was I wrote this uh, college essay, um, in high school. And my essay was an assignment in one of my English classes. And it was the English class was preparing us for our college essays for our admissions into different colleges, which was such a great thing. Regular classes weren't doing that. This was just AP. So it was a really good investment um, for me in that class. And our teacher really poured a lot of heart and soul into helping us look our absolute best in our college essays. As in, I think that was more than 20% of our, our grade for that class, which was really, really cool. Um, and my college essay was about my grandfather. He, I wrote about how when I was a kid growing up in a haunted house, he used to read me Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss before I would go to bed. And then I wouldn't be scared anymore. And I would go to sleep with happy dreams and happy thoughts and just memories of my grandfather. Um, and, uh, I'm like going to choke up. That's why I'm like in more plain makeup today instead of the whole because I've been like tearing up all day. Um, I remember in my essay, it was a narrative essay, and I was describing how he would be like fit to burst after being so out of breath with acting out each page in the story. And it got to the point where we, we would just keep the book under under my pillow at night because we knew the story by heart. So we didn't even need to flip the pages. And he was just that sort of character. And that is how I cho chose to honor my, my grandfather. And I actually got into every single college that I applied to except for one. And I feel like that's in large part to talking about my grandfather and the work ethic and the type of love and the type of man that he was and always will be in my heart and in my thoughts and my memories. And that's why I just always feel like, I don't know, he's just always with me. And I feel like there's not enough people that talk about that and really cherish that side of Veterans Day and Memorial Day and 4th of July. Everybody always talks about, you know, how it's a, you get the day off from work or it's a long weekend and all this other stuff, but nobody really talks about the sacrifice and the, the strife and the dedication and the guts and courage and love that it takes to do something like that. Like being in the military, uh, being in the Air Force and everything else, you know. It was really, really hard when he passed because I, I always pictured him as just such the strong man's man, you know? 
And I didn't really believe that he was passing away until after it happened, you know, and then it kind of hits you. You know, you're the people that you grew up with, we're all we're not invincible, you know. We all are going to go when it's our time. And to me, I was just so heartbroken, you know, because uh, he was a semi-pro boxer and he loved my grandma. He loved my grandma's kids. He was a man's man. He was filled with integrity and humor and love and gumption and family values. And he was just such a good man. Um, you know, he would take me for fish and chips, you know, because we're from New England and he would, you know, take me to the park to play, you know, at, you know, the local jungle gym sort of stuff that we had. And he would always hold my hand when we would cross the street and, you know, you, you got to realize that our military, they are people. They are people that are doing things that you and I probably would never even imagine. Um, so we are not in a position to judge them. Um, you know, I think it's time that we remember that soldiers do not get to choose their deployments most of the time. Soldiers don't get to choose what wars we enter into and, and they don't deserve the disdain um, and dehumanization that they experience when they come home. Um, because guess what? They didn't choose those wars. They didn't choose any of it. Um, they chose to serve and protect. That's it. It's your elected officials that you voted for that choose the wars we go into. And in case you haven't noticed, they're not the ones fighting those wars. And a lot of times it's not their families fighting those wars. It's your family. It's my family. It's our family. Our military, our Navy, our, our Marines, our Coast Guard, our Air Force, our, our, our armies, our infantrymen. Those are us. Those are our families. Not your government. Not, not your elected officials. They're not the ones going into war most of the time. It's your blood. It's my blood. So what I want to say is just let's try to rehumanize our veterans. Let's, let's start treating them the way they deserve when they come home. Instead of relying on actors and athletes and, and all these other people that post all of these opinions that literally have no basis in the fundamental reality of the military-industrial complex. Because again, they are actors, they are influencers, and they are professional athletes. They don't know. A lot of them didn't spend time in the military. They don't know. They didn't go to college studying the, you know, the military-industrial complex or reading every book in that you can even get your hands on about the U.S. political system and foreign affairs and foreign policies and all kinds of other stuff that drive the entire system of the military industrial complex here in the United States. Okay, let's start holding other people accountable instead of blaming our soldiers, our infantrymen, and, and the people like my family who have served so selflessly in the Navy um, in, in the, the 508th ARCT, in the, in the Revolutionary War, in the U Union Army, okay, it, it, in all of it. My grandfathers, my great-grandfathers, my great-great-grandfathers, they all bled for this country. My grandfather saved lives as part of the Medical Corps in the 6th Infantry. My other grandfather, he served in World War II in the Run 31 Squadron. He had a major responsibility with all the people in his squadron during World War II. Okay. One of my cousins served in the Navy. My father was in the Coast Guard. My other grandfather 
or I should say my other great-grandfather served in, uh, his second great-grandfather, I should say, you know, it was in the Civil War in the Union Army and fought in World War One. I. I have another member of my family who fought in the Union Army in the Civil War in World War One, and, and in World War Two in the Revolutionary War. Let's start treating our veterans with the respect that they deserve and start treating men and women that fight for our country with the respect that they deserve. And let's start treating men like men again. I can't, I can't say that enough. Let's start treating men like men again. You are not toxic. You are amazing. You help build the world that we live in today from the phone and the headphones that I am using right now for this podcast to the hat and the athletes on this team to, you know, the very society that we lived in with the buildings that we work in, the houses that we live in, the technology that we use to make our living. A lot of it was invented and or built by men. That's not toxic. That's beautiful. It's powerful. It's amazing. Our day-to-day -day lives are better because of the masculinity of the men that defend our country. Our country is only as strong as its defense system and its dedication to its citizens together. Together. Remember on our dollar bill, out of many comes one. So when you see politicians trying to divide us and make us hate each other, Maybe think about the veterans who fought for us to come together and for us to be free and for us to be protected. Because without them, we wouldn't know the rights that we're taking for granted today. So let's start rehumanizing them and their sacrifices and what it means to be an American. Let, let's make it proud to be an American again. Let's make it proud to be from the red, white, and blue, the USA. Let, let, let's let's like make that a thing again. Let's make that a trend again. This time, though, let's make sure it doesn't go out of style. I'm so tired of all of these divisive things like Asian American, African American, uh, Indian American. Why can't we all be American? American. The red, white, and blue. What does it mean to you? I know what it means to me. And on days like today, I am constantly reminded of how thankful I am for the sacrifices and for the families and for all the people that make this country possible. And I will always, always be thankful and grateful and feel blessed to be a member of the, the United States and, and to be living in America and the land of the free and the home of the brave because of people like my grandfather. For people like my cousin, for people like my great-grandfathers, for people, you know, all over the United States who have made sacrifices, sometimes the ultimate sacrifice, so that we never have to know what it's like to not be free. So instead of thinking about a long weekend or a day off from work, let, let's think about what Memorial Day actually means. And let, let's bring back real men again. And let's bring back real nationalism and pride and the gumption to be all that we can be in the land of the free and the home of the brave life liberty and pursuit of happiness life liberty and pursuit of happiness not everywhere in the world can boast that but we can and so i ask you what are you choosing to do with that what are you choosing to do with the sacrifices that have been made by your ancestors for you to exist today some of the things that they've seen, we will never see. And I hope that we never see. But I know from my grandfather and from others like him that this country 
and our pride in our nation is worth fighting for. And that will never be toxic as long as we stand together for the red, white, and blue, for all of this, for everything. So I want to say thank you to all the troops that are currently in service. Thank you to all the veterans. Um, thank you to the Wounded Warriors Project and other uh, companies and foundations like them who help uh, the families of our veterans as well as the veterans themselves. Uh, the VA hospitals that helped my grandfather for many years. And all the men and women who proudly serve today. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Till next week, everybody. This has been the latest episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast.